Hey y'all, welcome back to the Chaos Podcast. Today we're heading into episode three of our Boss Move series where I give y'all an inside scoop on my whole story of how I got my first internship while in college and then landing my first job post-grad. In this episode, we are gonna be talking about cover letters. I gave y'all some of my tips when I wrote mine and kind of make this something that's not as dreadful, but something that can be very practical and easy for you to do. But without getting too far into today's episode, let's head into today's Chaos Corner. I'm not going to lie to you all, today is Tuesday, February 16th, and if you listened to last week's episode, one kind of a little bit of a tragic episode, if I may say so myself, like, I can be critical because it's my podcast, you know, like, I know I could do better. But the information that I give y'all was still good. But in that episode, I mentioned that I tried to record these episodes about a week in advance so that way I'm not in a rush and that I can just take my time, really think about what I'm going to say, and just really put my best foot forward. Uh, But like I said, it's Tuesday. This episode goes up in three days, and here we are again. There really is no excuse. Um, If anything, I actually had more time to record it this weekend, but... Like I said in last week's episode, I was in a rut, and I think I just needed some time to self-evaluate, have a little heart-to-heart session with myself, rest, spend some time with friends, like truly just recharge and have like, I guess like a staycation, except I didn't take any time off work. Like it was literally just a weekend, but it was very much needed and honestly very relaxing. I'm glad I did it, but here we are. Like I said, it's Tuesday. This episode is going up in three days and I'm recording Chaos Corner. And normally even this too, I would have bullet points of like, oh, these are the five things I want to make sure I talk about. I don't even have any of those. So we're just really going by the fly. Overall though, today was a very productive day at work. Like probably one of the most productive days I've had in quite some time. I'm starting to actually like understand what I'm doing on this new client and it's starting to click in my mind, which is great because on the last client I worked on, it would have took me like months to get to where I am today with this new one. So really feeling good about transitioning onto this new team within my job. When I first was put on this team and this client, I didn't think I was going to like it as much because it's something that's truly like has nothing to do with my actual role and what I do with this company. Like it's something completely out of my comfort zone something that I probably won't really ever do again. So this is kind of like a one-time opportunity type deal. And so when I got on this team, I was kind of like, "Mm, not sure how I'm going to feel about it. But I'm actually liking it a lot more than I thought I would, which kind of surprising. So yeah, I just had a really good day. And there's nothing like being able to close your computer, turn everything off, being like, there's nothing someone can reach out to me about missing, um, nothing I should have done, but just ran out of time. Like, I truly did everything I could and it's just, it's a great feeling to have. And if you work a nine to five or work like a day job, you know that feeling and I'm having that right now. So let me have my one moment, okay? But let's do a little bachelor recap because I haven't done one of those in a while. And after last night's episode, I have a lot of opinions. First off, justice for Abigail. You can just tell from like literally episode one that she's probably one of the most genuine people on that show for this season. And Matt's whole explanation of, I was just comfortable with you, so I forgot about you. Like, homeboy, don't tell me that you could have put Abigail on a one-on-one date that day. Like, do not tell me that you just, like, never really thought, like, oh, like, I'm just going to keep putting her on group dates and for her just to, like, be okay with it. Abigail deserves a lot better. She's a gem. I want Abigail for Bachelorette, so comment down below if you agree because I think she'd be a stellar Bachelorette. 
I'm also upset that Kit left, but I'm not surprised. Like, I think they're both great people, like Kit and Matt. I think they both have great qualities and characteristics, but I just didn't see them, like, together, if that makes sense. But let me just say, in general, I've been living for The Bachelor memes. If you don't follow me already on Instagram at Chaos with Haley, one, what are you doing? And two, you should, because I post my favorite Bachelor memes every Monday night. So if you want to see those, you better go follow me. They truly make the show 10 times better. Like, I live for the memes. But after he sent Abigail home and then Kit left, like, I just truly was over the show. Like, there's just really not anyone left I'm, like, super thrilled for. Like, I still like the girls who are left, but I was just such an Abigail stan. Like, I truly thought she was, like, top four for sure. Probably even top two. So for her not to be in the running anymore, just, like I said, really made me mad. I stopped watching after Kit went home. So I didn't even see Janessa's one-on-one day. I don't really technically know who went to hometowns. I'm pretty sure Janessa and Piper went home, so that would leave Brie, Michelle, Rachel, and Serena P for hometowns. I probably should Google it to make sure I'm correct. But yeah, I literally stopped watching after Kate went home because I was like, there's nothing, there's nothing left for me. So yeah, that's my Bachelor recap. Leave a comment down below of who you think is going to win this season and also who you think should be the next Bachelorette. I'm still a big stand for Abigail and think that she would be a great Bachelorette. There's quite a bit of girls on this season that I think would be really good on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, I think Kit would be amazing on Bachelor in Paradise. Katie, I feel like Serena C could add some, like, good drama. Piper would be really good on this Bachelor Paradise. So, yeah, Bachelor in Paradise should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I've become a little bit of a book nerd as of recently. I've read, I think, three books so far of 2020. Yeah, three books. Which I know probably to some that's like nothing, but to me who like read probably three books a whole year, for me to already be three books down, like this is very uncommon for me. So if you have any book recommendations, like please leave them in the comments or DM me on Instagram. Should I start a book club? Like I feel like book clubs should be brought back and like made more fun because recently just the quality of television shows and movies has just been very underwhelming. So I've been getting into books lately. Also, I feel like reading books is better for your mind than just like staring at the screen because that's already what I do every day. But yeah, leave your book recs. I'm literally into all types of books, fictional, non-fictional. I love self-help books, which probably makes sense for the type of podcast I produce for you all. I'm literally one chapter away from being finished with Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. It's a great read, especially if you deal with anxiety. And yeah, 10 out of 10, highly recommend if that is something that you're interested in. But yeah, I'm trying to think if there's really anything else I wanted to chat with you all about before we head into today's episode. But I really can't think of anything, so we'll just go ahead and head into our conversation about cover letters. <laughs> resume and cover letter are very different in nature. I feel like when you actually sit down to write out your cover letter, it can get a little difficult trying to differentiate the two, but also make them align and be cohesive with one another. So when writing my cover letter, the best way for me to think about them as separate but together was this way. So the difference between a resume and a cover letter is that a resume is what you have done. So it's focused on your past accomplishments, your past experiences, where your cover letter should be focused on your future and who you want to become. Now, where you are heading is normally due to the outcome of events that have happened in your past. So past experiences, past leadership positions. 
So that's where the two overlap to make your cover letter. Normally tip number one when it comes to writing cover letters is each cover letter should be personalized. So you should write a separate cover letter for each different company that you apply to for either a job or an internship. If you were to ask a company if they prefer a generic cover letter or a personalized cover letter that was more relevant to that company or that job role, of course they were gonna say that they prefer the more personalized letter. I will say though, and this is like tip number one, one of my secrets, is I did not write a new cover letter for each company I applied to when it came to jobs and internships. I wrote a generic one that I sent to every company, but I would just go in and change a couple of keywords, maybe a few sentences here and there, because let's be real, I did not have the time nor the desire to be writing a new cover letter every week, multiple times a week, for the 20 plus different jobs I was applying for. No one has the time. So I believe there is a way, which I feel like I accomplished, to write a generic enough cover letter that you can use for all these companies while still being personalized to the roles you are applying for. Now, I know my demographic of who's listening to my podcast right now. You're either a current student in high school or college, or you're a recent college grad. So the type of roles or jobs that you're applying to are quite broad in nature. A lot of companies nowadays are having new hire programs where you're actually hired into a program rather than actual role. You are normally under contract with this company for two years and you rotate within different divisions or different types of jobs within that company's structure. And then after that two years, you're either hired into a specific role or to a specific team, or that's when you would leave and go work for another company. So what I am saying is definitely more relevant to people who are being hired into these like new hire programs, a little bit more of a broad job role. With that being said, if you have been a professional for five plus years and so maybe the job roles you are applying to are more niche, these tips are still relevant. They may just not be as relevant to other type of resources that you can find in other podcast episodes or resources online when you just Google cover letters for your specific job role. So within the next couple minutes, I'm gonna be walking through the different sections within the cover letter and highlight some tips or tricks I have when you're writing yours. So the first part of your cover letter should be a header. So the first part of your cover letter is your header. This is where your contact information is going to be. So that's your name, email, phone number, and LinkedIn URL. There's two key parts I really wanna highlight in this header portion of your cover letter. One, just the overall aesthetic of your cover letter and your resume. It looks very cohesive and very professional when the headers on these two documents are the exact same. That way, when that company representative is reviewing your application, they can see the cohesiveness and if they have 5,000 pages of paper on their desk at one time and things start going everywhere, they can easily identify which parts of your application belongs to you. My second tip is your LinkedIn URL. So you can actually customize your LinkedIn URL for free within the settings of your profile. It makes it look a lot more professional when you include it on your resume or your cover letter. So go into those settings, change it out so that way it's not linkedin.com slash user 12345678. It'll say linkedin.com slash Haley Spriggs. So the next portion of your cover letter is your greeting. I feel like it goes without saying, make sure before you write your cover letter, you are doing your research. So especially when it comes to your greeting, if you can figure out who's going to be reviewing your application, who's going to be reading your cover letter, address your cover letter to that person. It makes it a lot more personal than just your generic to whom it may concern. 
But like I said, I know my podcast is mostly students or recent college grads. So if you and your best friend were to apply to the same job, one person may review yours and then a completely different person in a completely different office may review your best friends. So when trying to figure out who you're going to address your cover letter to, I still would say not to just use your generic to whom it may concern or to the HR department. Do your research still, like figure out if there's a certain name they have for their HR department that maybe isn't HR department. So if you are applying to one of these new hire type of programs, address your cover letter as to that program's names, application committee, or think of another word as application committee, but you kind of get the whole point. Just makes it more personalized and makes it look like you did your research and trying to figure out who would be reading your application. The next portion of your cover letter is going to be your introduction. As we talked about in the past few episodes, your resume and cover letter are really your first impression with this company. So start off your cover letter with an attention-grabbing statement that includes who you are, what you're applying for, and what sets you apart from everyone else. The worst thing you can do when starting off your cover letter is just use a generic statement of, hi, my name is Haley Spriggs and I'm applying for X job. Or use a cliche statement such as, it's been a dream of mine to apply for this company since I was a little kid. That may be true, but think of how many times they read that statement over and over again. I find that what works best and is the easiest for you to write and to convey to the reader is passion. And you can apply this in many different ways. So maybe you have a passion for writing and you apply for a job or an internship with a publishing company. A good starting statement for your cover letter would be this. I've been passionate about writing since I was the editor-in-chief of my middle school newspaper. Throughout my 10 years of experience, I channeled this passion into a personal blog with 20,000 monthly. After making that statement, I would then lead into your cover letter saying something along the lines of, and this is why I am thrilled to be applying for X job or X internship with your publishing company. Now you don't have to have a personal blog or your own career that you started at age five and you've been an entrepreneur since you owned a laptop and blah, blah, blah. Most of the companies I applied for, I would find a company value or a person who worked in that company that I really admired and made a statement about that. Every time I applied for an internship or a company, I would look to see who were the people that were in the executive suite of that particular company. And really what I was seeing was if there were any women in those positions. Especially in my particular line of business, it's more male dominated. So I wanted to make sure I was working for a company that empowered women to be in that field, that didn't look at women as a number or a quota they needed to meet. And I always really appreciated being able to look up to women who were making active changes and really excelling at their job and in their career. So most of my cover letters, I would talk about a specific individual and the changes they were making, the way that they had carried their career for X amount of years. So think of something different and that can set you apart in those first couple sentences of reading your cover letter. So this is really the section I was changing the most as I sent out my applications for different internships and jobs. But also a good fallback plan is to use one of the company values. Most likely the people that are reviewing your application and reading these cover letters are very passionate about those values. So if you can incorporate them into your cover letter, it looks like you did your research and looks like you actually want to work for that company. The next section is the body of your cover letter. This is going to take up majority of that piece of paper. And this is where you'll explain what you'll deliver and what value you can bring to this job or internship. So like I said earlier, this is where you can tie in your past experiences, talk about what you've learned and how you apply it to that company or that job. Instead of just repeating what's already on your resume, talk more about the soft skills you learned, like communication, time management, organization, teamwork. How has that changed you as a person or professional? How do you see yourself implementing those skills and how will they benefit that company? 
A good idea to think about while you're writing the body of your cover letter is it's less about you and more about them and what you can offer them. They already know all your accomplishments. They already know all your experiences from your resume, but how is that actually going to benefit that company? You can use a particular past internship or leadership organization as an example, but make sure it all circulates back to you impacting that company, that job, that role. One of my biggest tips when it comes to writing the body of your cover letter is to reference the job requirements or basically that list that they include on the job application that talks about what they look for in a potential candidate. And your goal should be to try to acknowledge every single bullet point they have listed. Now, this can get very company specific if you want it to be, but there is a way to work around it. So like I said, I know you're probably either a student or recent college grad. And if you studied, let's say advertising in college, you're probably either applying for advertising firm A or advertising firm B. And one of the new hire programs, that although they probably have a different client list and they probably have some differences, generally they're probably still the same type of program. You're going to be doing very similar things. So it's just good to reference it, make some edits and changes as is, but you probably can really reuse some of the wording or at least really just have that structure of, I want to make sure I talk about these five things. The thing to really think about when you're referencing these job requirements or that list of what they're looking for in the candidate is they gave you the answer. They are basically telling you what they want to hear from you. So use that to your advantage and really drive it home. Don't say it verbatim, but find a way to pull in past experiences, talk about different soft skills you have that can be implemented into those types of job roles. The last section of your cover letter, which this is actually kind of a tip and one of my secrets, is that you must have a call to action. Rather than just saying, thanks for the opportunity of applying, sincerely Haley Spriggs, or look forward to talking to you in the future, best regards, Haley Spriggs, put the ball in their court. When you give the reader a call to action, it makes them feel like you really want this job. I know one thing that really helped me when I was applying for some of my internships was one of the companies I applied to was actually local to my hometown. And I was planning on being back in that hometown in a couple weeks. So in my cover letter, I wrote, I look forward to meeting with you in person. I will be in town from this date to this date. Would love to talk to you and meet you in person to discuss my future further. And let me tell you what they did. They gave me an interview while I was home during that time. But I bet you if I hadn't put I'm going to be here from that time span, they wouldn't have given me an interview. Or maybe they would have, but it would have been a little bit later. Now, you may not be local to where that company is, but it's still important to have a very strong and effective call to action. So a good example would be, I'm excited to have the opportunity to talk to you all about how I could join your team in this quest for this value. I'm particularly thrilled about this certain project and would love to know how I can contribute to it. It's now up to them to make the decision on if they want to interview you or not. You've clearly stated that you know what you're talking about and you know what this company has to offer and that you want to be a part of it. Especially if you're a current student or a recent college grad, this kind of takes you out of that stereotype, he's just a kid or she's just a kid, to they know what they're doing, they know what they're talking about, and they've been paying attention, they're grown up, they can do this. Well, that is going to wrap up today's episode. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever streaming platform you use. Please also leave a review or a comment down below. That really helps me, and it also helps others be able to find chaos and be a part of this community. If you don't already, make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My username is Chaos with Haley. That is C H A O S with Haley, H A Y L E E. 
My username is also in the show description. But these two platforms are really the best way for me to interact with you all on a day-to-day basis. So get connected. I really have some fun things in store for those two platforms. But anyways, I hope you all have a great week and I will chat with you all next time. Bye guys.